Welcome to Two Gins In, the podcast for renovators who want to stay in control and not want to screw up on their investment. We're all about keeping your dream alive through careful planning and taking the right action towards the success of your renovation or new build project. We're both qualified interior and building designers that take our craft seriously, but more importantly, not ourselves. Hi, I'm Helen. And I'm Karen, and we're excited to have you join us this Friday afternoon for our Renovators Delight, where we take you behind the scenes of the design and construction world. We'll be chatting with industry experts, sharing your, our own knowledge and experience. We'll set you up with valuable tools and handy tips to relieve your anxiety, reduce the overwhelm, and ultimately help you to make informed decisions throughout the renovation journey. So why two gins in, Karen? Well, Helen, why not? After all, it is Friday afternoon. And what better way to end the work week than with a couple of gins or cocktails to celebrate the week ahead and head into another weekend. Hey everyone, welcome back to our podcast. Today we're excited to talk about a topic that we all can relate to, the kitchen. Have you ever walked into a beautifully designed kitchen and just felt instantly at ease? Or perhaps you found yourself struggling to prepare meals in a poorly laid out kitchen. Well, today we're diving into what makes for a well-designed kitchen and what to consider when creating a functional and beautiful space. There's so much to talk about on this topic that we can't possibly fit everything into the one episode. So we're going to just begin here at part one and see where it takes us, which actually could be a bit dangerous for us girls because we do tend to get sidetracked at the best of times. But don't worry, we've still got you covered. We'll be discussing everything from layouts, the importance of having a cohesive look, selecting appliances, and more on selecting appliances, and even touch on those kitchen smells. So whether you're a seasoned chef or beginner cook, you won't want to miss out on what we have in store for you today. So grab your drink of choice, put on your headphones, and let's get started. Oh, (laughs) we have done it again. (laughs) For those that can't see and are listening, looking at the video recording, we've turned off. In exactly the same shirt. Exactly. Yeah, look at that. We are twinning again today. Twinning again. Happens quite often, doesn't it? It does. But anyway. And neither of us can be bothered to go and change. So we look like uh, idiots. Yes. (laughs) Anyway, it's a podcast. Most of you are going to be listening anyway. Yeah, exactly. Um, Okay, what are we talking about today, Karen? We're talking about kitchens. What about kitchens? Well, we're going to talk about what defines a well-planned kitchen. Okay, fair enough. Because there is so much that we can talk about exactly. with kitchens. So, um, so we well, don't. Well-planned kitchen is one designed by us, of course. Oh, of course. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> without saying, yeah, yeah. But why is a well-planned kitchen that's designed by us well-planned? Because so much thought, care and consideration goes into the kitchen, not only the kitchen itself, but its position in the home, what flows on from Mm -hmm. it, what aspect, the windows, the openings, the doors, the floors, the down to the door handles, the bench top, the appliances, every little detail Mm -hmm. has its place and we've overthought it. (laughs) As we always do. do. And detailed and drafted it up. Yeah, yeah. 
Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> well, there is so much that we can talk about the kitchen and but maybe today we'll kind of generalize a little bit because we can actually go into individual areas. Yeah, we can. Yes, we can. Um, in podcasts down the track. <laughs> so what is the kitchen? The kitchen is like your main hub of the house. Everything yes. happens in the kitchen. It does. From not only cooking and entertaining, but homework you know our children are a lot older now so yeah. but it was the place where they would sit and do their homework because we have a breakfast bar yeah. and I'd be cooking and doing things and they'd be doing their home readers and homework so yeah. it's, it's it's a multifunctional yeah. space really. absolutely and because it is multifunctional as well as if specifically highly functional yes for what it's actually its purpose which is to cook and prepare meals yes. essentially um it's kind of expanded so you've got there's, there's a lot of things to consider. The actual functionality of the kitchen itself and what its intended purpose is mm -hmm. and also how it serves the rest of the home and the family. It's kind exactly. of like a communal area, isn't it? Absolutely. Specifically now that most houses and homes are open plan, whereas, you know, once upon a time it was the separate. Yeah, it was, um, it was closed off. There was, you know, it, was. it had those little shutters. If you watch those old shows and they'd serve meals, but it had a door yeah. and it was closed yeah, off. Yeah, it was kind of, well, it was not considered the part of the house no. that you really wanted on show. Yeah. And haven't we come a long way? It's Absolutely. so different now. It's kind of the main feature of your home. Like if you're looking to buy a home and you see that it has this amazing kitchen, you're like drawn in straight Absolutely. away. One, because it's, it's such a prominent part of your daily life and the main part of the home. Mm -hmm. But two, it's also the most probably expensive part of the home, yes. wouldn't along you say, your, yes. to renovate? Along, along with your bathrooms as well. But, but even more so than a bathroom yes. because it's oh, so once many... you get into your appliances and yeah. your finishes, it's, you know, yes. the so, average these days is around, you know, the 30K mark, which is a lot of money. It is a lot of money and it can just keep going up from up there. there. So I guess. Um, this is why it's really important to plan your kitchen well because if it has good bones in the sense that the layout is right mm -hmm. for then, a renovation you're talking yeah yeah well any 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 home so right. whether it's a new home or you're renovating a home if the initial original layout is is right mm -hmm. then you have the option to change and modify it over the years if you want to true because the functionality of it it's and there. the flow is working yes but obviously when you're renovating Karen too you you can modify the the layout and if you're of changing course. the home and changing the set out and the layout of the home then it's a good idea to well, it's either, an opportunity isn't it yeah you can improve on that mm -hmm. or if it, if it's good you can work in and around that but you really should consider the kitchen and its position as I guess the prime real estate could you yeah, say yeah yeah as part that, of your home for sure for sure so okay so it's not just the functionality that needs to be well considered it's the look again yes. because it's the yes. most prominent part of your home like at the moment you know those mossy greens and those deep you know azure blue sea color is in is mm. that something you know in terms of finishes and the look as you're saying mm. do you stick with trends do you you know is that something that's going to have to be changed down the track? As you said, you're spending a lot of money on your kitchen. Do you mm. go with the current trends or do you go safe? There's mm. You have to toss that up. In terms mm. of 
you know, it's also the overall look of the home. Is it a yep. Hampton style, which we've done lots of those in the last few years? Yep. Lots and lots of those. Um, is it coastal contemporary? Is it mm-hmm. traditional? So, you know, have a look at Pinterest, see what's out there. But yep. then also remember the look has to, it has to flow onto the rest of the home. So, yes. And and in terms of cost, that's plays a big factor in, mm. in the kitchen as well. So finishing off with higher end finishes, of course your budget's going to be higher yeah, in the kitchen. Yeah. And again, like any any design, you just like, you know, we we're talking one of the previous episodes about um, you know, planning your build and, mm. and cost saving factors because the cost of everything has gone up so much. Yes. Well, again, the same applies for your kitchen, but on a obviously a smaller individual mm. scale. Because too, when you're building, you have to think about the individual interior areas and the materials that you use. Like you said, you know you could pick a really expensive stone top for your island. If you've got a massive island bench. That's a lot of dollars. That's a lot of stone. (laughs) And, yeah, again, it's it's thinking and playing the game a little bit smarter than, you know, and and factoring in your cost. But um, I guess, gosh, I'm a little bit overwhelmed because there is so much to think about. So I guess, and we're not going to fit it all into today. So. Why don't we talk about, um, well, I, I, maybe we just talk about some things that, that we've noticed that clients in the past have done that haven't necessarily served them well. One of that mm-hmm. is. I know what you're going to talk about. Yeah, <laughs> selecting appliances. Yes. So it's important to know what kind of appliances that you, you want to use. Definitely. And, Everybody is different. Um, well, one thing we get our clients to do is to really think about how they function in their own kitchen. Mm-hmm. So if you're thinking of doing a renovation, to, uh, renovating your kitchen, think about the space that you're in now, the kitchen as it is now, or you might be renting or you're knocking your whole kitchen out or demolishing it and building new. Think about how you function on a day-to-day mm-hmm. basis. Think about the oven and the cooktop and what, yes. where you have to, how you manoeuvre around your kitchen to get to things and think about what, um, is is it practical? Is it functional? What are the things that bug the hell out of you and mm-hmm. what do you wish to change? It's the time to make changes. It is. And most people go in their daily, daily, ba- about their daily basis, not really thinking about what they're doing because it is what it is. Hey, yeah, you yes, just, you exactly. just work with what you've got. But when you actually stop and think about it and start to think and be mindful of what you're doing and how you're doing it, you'll start to notice things that, that aren't quite well planned and well set out. Make a list of the things that work for you and a list of the things that don't and consider those when you're renovating your new kitchen but in terms of appliances like you're saying look at how you're functioning now and what the it's the opportunity to make changes Mm -hmm. in terms of appliances and I'm repeating myself um say you've got a 900 oven which they were all in a few years back and now we're all energy efficient how often are you filling that 900 wide oven Mm -hmm. you know this this is the opportunity to downsize and go for a 700 or a 600 Mm so know exactly how often you use it, what you're using it for, and then go out and look at appliances and have a list of those. Like you said, mm. write them down, have a list of them, and then have those ready to go if you're using a designer or a kitchen company. Mm. No, there's no point starting to design a kitchen without knowing the exact size of the cooktop or the mm. oven or, you know, the sink. So appliances are really key. I know we all look at how's this kitchen going to look, what are the finishes. Mm-hmm. Most of our clients 
jump to that end, don't they? Mm-hmm. And they say, what's it going to look like? And then we'll say, hang on a minute, stop, slow down, pick your appliances because we need to then design and draft them into the space. Yeah, so appliances yeah. are really and and a big part of the budget. Oh, yeah. Look, you can spend an absolute mm. fortune. I mean, we recently had a another walk around winnings appliances just That's to because we just like to kind of refresh our memory, uh, not refresh our memory, but re- keep yeah, up to date. date. Yeah. And um, there's some amazing. Oh, it was there was like a $50,000 oh, fridge. We, we <laughs> wanted to walk out of there with everything and <laughs> just change oh, all our appliances, but it's not going to happen. So I guess with appliances, and Karen is 100% on the point. 900 wide ovens with the go but you also have to consider now appliances not only are they more energy efficient the actual capacity of the oven is bigger than what it Mm. used to be so your standard 600 oven and I know I'm a designer and I should have thought about this but went to the Maya sales quite a few years ago and thought oh this baking dish is awesome Mm. Wouldn't this be great at Christmas time? But it had little sort of handles on the end and I couldn't fit it in the oven because I had an older style oven. And um, I ended up replacing that because it was, you know, it died on me and replaced it with just another 600 oven because that's the one. And this dish actually does fit in this one because there is a difference. So um, if you've got a really old oven that's, you know, 600 wide, don't think, oh, I've got to go a bigger oven because it's just too small. Go to the showrooms, talk to the reps. Yes. Um, and and bring your favorite. Yes. Yeah. It's not a silly thing to do. In if if that's Makes you know, sense. it doesn't. I mean, you lie on beds, don't you? When you yeah, want it's true. See where how true. comfortable they are. Then yes. if you've got a favorite baking, take it in. Yes. And if no one's gonna laugh. If at you it. are a great cook and you bake and cook a lot or entertain, a lot of our clients, you know, eight out of ten kitchens, we're doing like the stack. So whether it be like a convection oven or two 600 ovens. So mm. when you do have the family over and you're entertaining, you have yeah, got that, that option, option. But then you're not heating up a huge oven when it's just, but say, you day and day-to-day meals. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah absolutely. Yeah, exactly. And there's so many, I mean, there's so many configurations now that we can be flexible with our ovens. We can run them in a long line um, or, you know, vertically. And like Karen said, think about what you want because when a designer or even yourself, if you're doing it yourself, starts to sort of figure out the the layout and mm. how you want it to look, then you can work that in with your design. Yes. And another look, I know it's going to, I think this is going to end up being a discussion about appliances actually because one <laughs> other thing that I really want to point out that we have had clients in the past do. Uh-huh. Yes, yes. This is where you were going. And you might have done a Billy Connolly there. I started on a story. I thought, I know where she's you going. Where I was going. And we, she went off that road. Now she's come We've back come home. Back. And just get used to it, guys, because <laughs> we roll. how we roll. Yeah. So basically uh, an important thing to do is, okay, so we want to save money. Yes. We all want to save we money. Do. Sales come out. There's a package deal on ovens, cooktops, whatever. Get the whole package. And you may say thousands of dollars mm, purchasing that package, but you obviously have to purchase it maybe before the end of financial year or whatever. Yeah, usually then, They're getting yes. new stocking or whatever it is. And you go, I don't care if it's a model, an older yeah. model, but I'm saving yeah. heaps of money. Exactly. Before you have even thought about your kitchen. And or you might be renovating the following year. You're yeah, talking about a couple of years. Let's down, let's tick that box and buy the appliances we're renovating next yeah. year. You haven't even put your plans into council yeah. or, or if it's a kitchen renovation, it's 
it's not happening immediately. Now, it's in the future. So yeah. you're buying your appliances for the future. The problem with that is, mm-hmm. and there's a few, is one, you're stuck with that because then if you get a designer in, they then have to work around that specific appliance. Now, if it's an underbench oven and the new configuration lends itself to a wall oven, then you're pretty much screwed. Yes. You've either got to buy a new oven, which isn't going to match the rest of the set that you've bought. Yes. So then you either buy a whole new set of appliances. So you've actually lost money. Yes, you could sell them secondhand, I guess. Of course. But it's, it's a lot of fiddling and fun not only that you've got to store it yes exactly so and where so, are you going to store it some of the bigger you know like you have norman commercial will store it and your winnings will and store it for winnings. a certain period of time but say that kitchen's part of a da your council plans could be mm. for quite some time and then they're calling you saying well you've yeah. three four months are up come and pick them up and you've got nowhere to put nowhere them. to store it well now a lot of and it must happen often because a lot of these um, bigger companies now are starting to actually charge storage fees storage fees because yes. you know buildings are getting held up and what's happening is they're having to store all these appliances mm-hmm. that people and have purchased fair, that's them. a fair call they're yeah yeah they're coming in they've got them. limited space exactly. right exactly they, you know they can't go and purchase more um storage space just because you because your plans are being held up yeah exactly so that's a really important thing um but yeah I guess it's being smart thinking about you know storage that's storage too yeah yeah that's true we talked about appliances layout there's all different types of layouts um you can google a lot of those uh but storage is a big thing yeah, look at for sure. Look at what you need. Do, is do you have floor space to allow for a butler's pantry? Can you afford to do that in your layout? If so, do you do you want wire baskets? Do you want open mm-hmm. shelves? Do you want you know? Do you want to do you want a butler's pantry where you just leave all of the appliances out, or do you want to st- your kitchen maybe smaller? Do you want to stack them in a cupboard? Mm. So look at how much storage you need. If you're crammed in the existing kitchen, take a look and think. Well, mm-hmm. I definitely need more. Yeah, I guess, yep, it's assessing your needs essentially um, when it comes to appliances and storage and um, how you function on a day-to-day basis. Like, for example, we've had um, different cultures cook quite differently. Yes. And Karen's husband's half Chinese Mm -hmm. and makes beautiful stir fries and I'm very delicious I'm very spoiled you are He's I'm jealous I'm jealous mine's <laughs> mine's good at barbecuing he's a good cook too <laughs> he is actually <laughs> so uh, what I wasn't aware of is the oil splatter. Yes. is that right yes exactly yep. like we do a lot of stir fries um so you need a really good exhaust system for that mm-hmm. otherwise and in, particularly in winter when everything's closed up yeah so you don't want it a reticulating mm-hmm. range hood you want it ducted out because yep. that that and if we do a lot of fish and, as I said, stir fries, that smell tends to hang around mm. if it's not mm-hmm. a vented range hood. So we've done a couple of kitchens, particularly for a Chinese couple, um, where the stir frying was done in a separate. Yeah, it was almost. It wasn't like a butler's pantry. Yeah, yeah, it was vented out. So then yeah. 
that that cooking remained in that part of the kitchen mm. so it didn't filter through the rest of the mm. house so and that's a perfect example of designing for your specific yes, needs exactly. so you need to factor that in exactly. if if you're doing if you're renovating your kitchen to resell the house then you have to like anything Different. you have to think differently and be a little bit more generalized in yes. in how you lay it all out that's going to you know, suit the, the market that you're yes. thinking is going to purchase your home. Exactly. And the design and style needs to also work with your existing, if you're trying to make it fit into your existing home. Exactly. Don't go and throw in a totally new sort of style and look because, because it's trendy. It <laughs> yeah, or seen it on the block, right. the common thing we hear. And it just doesn't work. Yes. It loses its impact, doesn't it? Absolutely. It's like because it just, it's like this thing that stands on its own, it looks great. But when you put it in with everything else, you, it, you lose that cohesive look. Yeah. We all it, want our homes. Yeah. The wow factor's gone. It's more like, wow, you put that there. Oh. And it's not the wow factor you're looking for. Exactly. But anyway, I look, we could probably go on. Have we got any time to do some more? Or oh, I think not? we can wrap it up there and then maybe down the track talk about specifics of kitchens. Mm -hmm. We've got a blog coming up where we talk about setouts of, you know, bench heights and standards yeah. and, and, and comfortable working spaces. So I guess, you know, we could do that mm -hmm. in a couple of mm -hmm. weeks' time. There's yeah. also lots of things we can talk about, finishes and stones and the latest and new things coming yeah. out so we can do that down the track yep we definitely will but in the meantime if there's something cheers specific to Friday. oops sorry interrupted that's showing you cheers <laughs> Friday what's this one oh okay wait I'll have to sit oh that's nicer than last mm. week's yes I like that so this one oh. is from Tasmania it's McHenry's Gin uh damson gin damson 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 don't know either way um so it uses the wild damson plums ah that's what i like about it it's the plum which is foraged mm. from the lanes and byways of tasmania's unspoilt countryside italian bedstone and steeped in <laughs> in famous mchenry classic gin this is a nice it's from port it's really Arthur. Nice. it's lovely it it looks like Port and it, it kind of tastes a bit porty. Mm, I think, so, but, but not as very not nice. heavy. Not that again. I'm, yeah, it's a lower alcohol one, and I did have a sneaky sip earlier. <laughs> oh, she did. Because <laughs> I thought this is one. I it smelt so good. I thought I you could, could have it on could, ice. I could drink this one on ice. So, and it, I could. Well, it thanks for joining nice. us again. Yes, and I wonder if we can coordinate our outfits again. Oh, <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> Seriously, we have turned up to building sites in very similar outfits. And the builder took a photo and then sent it to his wife, who's a stylist, because he thought it was just hilarious. Yeah, just everyone, again, laughing at us. Uh, <laughs> with us or at us? At us most of the time. <laughs> but we're fine with that. All we good. Are. All right, well, cheers. Cheers, people. Thanks again. To a great weekend. Thanks for joining us on the Two Gins in Design podcast. We hope you've enjoyed today's episode and insights on the world of design and construction. We look forward to our next episode with more design inspiration, tips from the experts and a behind-the-scenes look at our latest projects. If you want more design information or simply want to check out our portfolio of projects, visit our website at mcraeandlynch.com.au and our Instagram, mcraeandlynchdesigns. And feel free to reach out to us on our social media channels if you have any comments, questions, or even topics you'd like us to discuss. And please, don't forget to leave us a rating and review. 
thanks again for listening. And if you've enjoyed this episode, we'd love you to share it with your friends and family. We look forward to catching up with you on our next episode. Have a great weekend. Cheers. Cheers.